My name's Arvin. And this is Behind the Scenes of Our Best, best Days. Season, season five. Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Cinco de Jano. What, what is January in Espanol? Uh, I don't know. Enero? Enero. Cinco de Enero. De Enero? No, I said Robert it in De Enero? Sorry. Robert uh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. I you say Cinco de Mayo anytime there's a five involved. <laughs> I do we that. were at conference and someone said some book like they were like Matthew chapter five and from across the room. In the I heard John go Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> 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 had nothing to do with me. Yes, had we're in budget meetings with accounting, and then they go, "You guys spent five thousand dollars," and I go, "Cinco de Mayo thousand dollars." They just move on, and they just look, and they go, "Uh huh." That doesn't happen. Um, we're very good stewards. Yeah, of the we actually are. That that uh, was a that's false a joke. Story, but that was a that. But was it a does joke. happen if a five comes up. John just goes Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Fantastic. So, anyways, everyone has their isms. I have plenty. Okay, so in this new year, yeah. I think a good introspection that we can start off with is before setting goals, we need to first mm-hmm. figure out what are our isms. That's good. Do you What's have an ism for an you? An ism for me, uh, I am uh, obsessed with shoes. I have a oh. weird, I'm just like love shoes. Yes, but I'm also saying like. Oh, you mean like the way I act? Yes. Oh, oh, oh. But yeah, I would I've say you are. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to, we go. Oh, this is an, not an addiction thing. Yeah, this is uh, me being like, I like cashews. <laughs> that's well, right. Yeah, people like cashews, but I, in isms. An ism of mine, probably that uh, I have two moods. One is I have all the time in the world, and the other one is I have no time right now whatsoever. So the kind of conversations I have, if you know me well enough, uh, you can tell which one I'm in. And so that's an ism. You're of like, mine. you're like, um, uh, okay. What is what is the producer that takes his time on really really long movies? Oh, uh, Bruckheimer. I don't yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. So you have like Bruckheimer. Yeah. And then you oh, have David like a Fincher. James Bond movie. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like everything is a race against. If time. I'm, I went to a birthday dinner that I knew no one at the other night. So I was like, all right, we've got two hours to kill. Let's do this. And so I, the person next to me was like, and what does that mean? And then how do you do that? And then and then they're like, I'm talking about my bracelet <laughs> yeah. company or something super weird. They're talking weird about what they want to do in the future. And I go, fantastic. Well, I really hope that happens. There are other times where it's like we have four things back to back to back. And I and someone will say something. Maybe I need to work on this. I don't know. No. But uh, I'll be like, all right, that's great. And then I have to move on. But that's an ism of mine. What's okay, of so an ism of me yeah. is if someone asks me a question. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I tell a story first. <laughs> that's good. If... Yeah. And I've realized I do it in leadership meetings, especially if we're talking about yeah. anything. Sure. I say, especially if we're talking about anything. That's a very, <laughs> that, that really is. Like, we have this guy, Daniel Henshaw. He yeah. is our administrative pastor. Yeah. But he um, is over a lot of different things, and he has a lot on his plate. Mm-hmm. And so when he asks a question, he's just looking for a one-sentence answer. And right. I go, you know, in 93... Um, <laughs> My my knee started acting up in January because of cold weather and my ACL surgery, and I had a metal plate put in. And he's like, "John, di- he's holding the pen." Yes like- or no? Yeah, yeah. yes. Goes- and so, anyways, but that is an ism of mine. That's funny. Like that's funny. I and so and you asked the question: Should I work on that? 
I don't know. Maybe maybe that is what works. Interesting. Oh. That's probably why we do it because that's what that's what you come up with in the moment. Yes, that's true. Okay, so we just finished with Victory Conference 2023. Yeah. In January. For the first time ever in January. For the first time ever. It was great. Now we have done Knights of Faith in January. That's true. But for those of you guys who are watching and you, or maybe you've already logged off because you're bored of what has already been happening. <laughs> first off, we want to let you guys know, please. There, we wouldn't have been doing season five unless we didn't believe in this. That's for sure. Right? And are surprised by the amount of people who listen. Honestly. Yes. Thank you so much. Consistently surprised. We are glad that you're joining us in season five. Yeah. And the whole point of this is um, victory is in. Uh, you're probably going to get tired of us explaining this, but mm. victory is a, um, a large entity that has a college, a school, K, uh, pre-K through 12. Mm -hmm. We have a camp. We have a Dream Center, which is a local outreach center, and we yeah. also do global missions, and we support um, uh, hundreds of missionaries around the world. Definitely. We even have international Bible schools, yeah. um, over 1,000 throughout the globe. I think it's 2,000. 2,000. Mercy. It's, two, it's now at 2,000. Now, now some, of those sure. are, some of those are 12 people, and some of those are sure. several hundred. Sure. So they range from size. And then we have um, our main campus, central campus, which is our church, our ministry, and we yeah. have campuses in North Tulsa and then in Manford, Oklahoma, yeah. our online community. Well, this podcast is we just like to talk about behind the scenes of all of it. That's right. Yeah. And ins and outs. Yeah. Me and Arvin, we get to work in productions yeah. and, and live productions with the conference yeah. from all of our people that create content for LED walls, Absolutely. for marketing, social media, lighting, um, mm -hmm. stage design. Right. Just the, the context around the preaching that happens. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. Absolutely. Like everything that makes it go The on. behind the scenes. Exactly. That's what we get exactly. to work in. Exactly. And it's very enjoyable. So um, anyway, so we're starting on season five. We just finished with our conference. We did. Now, something that Pastor Paul and Pastor Ashley, they, they were praying in 2022 and they really felt, hey, we have been doing victory conference at one point it was called word explosion I remember those days. Yeah. all right if you guys are just our recent listeners we we did this conference called word explosion yeah and we had youth explosion yeah and i remember i was working um a youth office and a mom called me and she goes what do you guys have for <laughs> nursery and i said we have nursery explosion <laughs> and she goes what are you doing to our babies and i was like we're exploding them yeah with, yeah. with god's word with god's word you know um, <laughs> and so anyways, but yeah, that's what it was called forever. And yeah. we went the conference guys, the conference used to go from dude, it was Saturday night to the following Sunday. So it was eight days. It was Saturday eight night days. and then it was two main sessions, two main and sessions, night, one in the morning, breakouts one at night. all in the evening or afternoon through the evening. And then I remember one time I came early to a morning session. I was like a teenager and at 9 a.m., the main session started at 10 a.m. At 9 a.m., they had a free Victory Bible College class. So I show up in the maybe center. Because they wanted people to sign yeah, up. Yeah, and Victory they would College. give you a sample class. And I got, I'll never forget it. And I walked in. I was like, y'all had a thing at 9, at 10, 11, 30, 12, 30. It was every day, all day for eight days. Yes. And, how, and we did that, guys, for really up until about like five or six years ago yeah i don't know how they did so it. probably 30 something years yeah and yeah. people just did it That's that was right. their life yeah it was fun to attend for sure i can't but imagine like putting it, it on yeah absolutely 
insane. People's adrenal levels gone. Yeah. We were gray oh, I'm by the sure. end, I'm sure. by day three, and we had five days left. It was bonkers. But then yeah. the spirit of God would fill us, of and course. we'd run off of adrenaline yeah, yeah, and yeah. glory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyways, so as, as we switched it off, Paul and Ashley really felt like, um, hey, we I, we would love to move it to January to try it out. And there was people that were like, wait, why, why are we not doing it in August? And it was just something they felt to do. Mm-hmm. Now, in designing for the conference, yep. the one thing that we really felt was, okay, what is the vibe? We didn't have a theme. People were like, mm-hmm. what are the, what's, now our designers, they're like, what was the theme for the conference? And we kind of went, um, it was winter, mm-hmm. and in the past we've done multiple different things, but we kind of le- um, leaned towards like mm-hmm. a wilderness western vibe. For sure, it was beautiful. And it was really cool. Yeah, and so cool. I kept on getting, you know how certain people get words for the year? Yeah, of course. Like, I got an an image for the year, and it was a horse. Beautiful. Like, a horse, but like galloping, yeah. violent, right. and like close-up shots of horse muscles. Right. And stuff. I know that sounds so no, I wild. get it, I get it, yeah. But um, yeah. in this image kept on coming up, yeah. And um, Kyle and Ashley Camarina and um, and Sophie and all of we have great designers, Cody Applegate, mm-hmm. um, Rachel Claire. They they work in the U. As they were designing and doing yeah. stuff, we were doing Western. Um, I saw a hint of horse, and I was like, wait. Let's lean in yeah. to horses. Yeah. And Caleb Taranzo was making a Victory Conference video, and I was like, hey, more horses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. which sounds kind of crazy, but there's something cool about it because – in my mind, I think whenever you're whenever you're designing and you get you get locked in on an image, you know, um, uh, for something, the theme was the Word of God. Yeah, um, of but when it comes to a horse, I love how free they are. Yeah. Whenever you are like, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show Yellowstone. Sure. Um, now I'm not backing not that, that we but if you ever. It. Yeah, not that we can own it, but yeah. if you've ever seen it, yeah. or um, you know, they show these really awesome wide open shots of just horses Beautiful galloping, horses. and there's something yeah. freeing about it, something wild. Absolutely, and I feel like that is like the spirit of God. For sure. But then, whenever you see a horse running, they're all even though they're free and wild, they're also focused. Mm-hmm. Think about blinders on a racehorse mm-hmm. and how it's running um, with no distraction. I feel like there's focus. Yeah. So I like freedom but also focus in order so you can run Beautiful. 2023. That's really good. Um, and so anyways, That's so amazing. that was really cool to kind of see that wow. come to life throughout all of the graphics and all of the design and all of the so videos cool. and stuff like that. Yeah. And we honed in on that scripture yeah. where, um, was it Elijah yeah. on the mountain? Yeah, 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 where God appears to him, but beforehand there's an earthquake. And then it, the scripture even says, it, but he wasn't in the earthquake. There was a fire, but he wasn't in the fire. There's a big windstorm. It wasn't in the wind. And then there was a small whisper, and that's where God spoke. And I think that's really cool is that, you know, sometimes we want really epic big things. Sure. You know, yeah. but God is in the still small voice. And so every single person has access to that still small voice. For sure. Even yeah. if earthquakes don't happen every morning at 630 a.m. Right. when you wake up, right. the still small voice is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyways, it was really cool to have all of the speakers line up with that. Yeah. Who are the people? We got to have our own Pastor Paul, who did yeah, such yeah. a great job. And then Lisa Bevere was there yes. as well. She was awesome. She came out <clears throat> swinging. No, it was amazing. Yeah, the clarity with which she has this thing where she just lays it out. So clear, so bold. It's awesome. And then we also had Pastor Bill Johnson from Bethel, 
Dr. John Maxwell, who's the leadership king. And, and the cool thing about Bill Johnson yeah. from Bethel is that he preached on signs, wonders, and miracles. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like yeah. he taught on it. And, and then, then at the end, yeah. he goes, all right. Now we're going to do it. And people got healed. Yeah, it was amazing. And just so you guys know, like one thing that is, uh -huh. like one thing about Bitry yeah, yeah. is that we be believing in miracles and healings. That's true. Absolutely. And here's the thing is that if on the outside looking in, if you're kind of like, oh, that's kind of kooky. Yeah. Here's the thing. Healings are for today. Yeah. Miracles are for today. Right. And that is a culture here at Victory. For sure. So one thing that we do yeah. that is maybe a little different is we do altar calls and it happened yeah. last night at midweek service. Yeah. Ron McIntosh was speaking and he was like, if you're here believing for a miracle, raise your hand. Okay. Yeah. If you're here believing to be healed, raise your hand. All yeah. right, let's pray the word of God Yeah, because humans aren't healing you. Right, right, it's, right. it's God. Right. And so it was really cool then to put a mic in someone's face yeah. and them testify yeah. how they were healed. Yeah. And it wasn't gimmicky. No, sure. It wasn't weird. People yeah. weren't like balking like chicken or sure. pulling feathers or gold dust out of their no, ears. No, yeah, right. You know. No, le the least weird environment I had been in in my life where it was like even he was making jokes about like this is not something we manipulate. He was very careful to be like this is not something you want to just feel and emotion your way into this is which was good i'm yeah, glad he talked so about like clear. hey don't feel it right don't don't like put pressure on yourself to do any of this stuff it was awesome and then uh, the first speaker was darius daniels okay he, what, he who was your favorite speaker oh that's so tough dude okay okay I, I well think, just just name say one thing that really stuck out man to i i feel like uh it, a whole lot of things have to go right in order for what lisa bevere pulled off to happen for her the like when you pay attention to the way speakers communicate for a living which i do that all the time her clarity and boldness in a very specific way like she's simultaneously talking like a mother in the church without any sort of the stuff that uh reformed calvinists warn you about you know what mm. i mean in the sense that she was i just felt safe and i was like i trust this i love this and everything she said wanted me to I was sitting next to my wife and both of us were like, oh, man, I definitely want to dive into this. And it was just as much for me as it was for my wife, which I, a lot of times and I don't know that this is. Uh, Go ahead and say it's it. just controversial. It. But like she even talked about it and addressed it the way that um, like there are a lot of important things that the body of Christ has gone without in the past uh, because we didn't know how to properly steward women's voices. And so that seems to be shifting and changing. And she's a great example of that. Her and her husband, John Bevere, I've been heroes of mine since I was 12. I uh, came to know the Lord at age 12 in the Maybe Center when John Bevere preached. So ever so since then, cool. I was like, whatever Bevere, you know, like my to my one of my dear friends this day always makes fun of me for it. <laughs> he's like you're not a christian you're a bavarian and i go that's fine i'll do that yeah you weren't supposed to talk about our conversation no it actually wasn't me i don't make fun of him i'm a big bavir fan okay also bavir did my wedding that's right so my dad passed away that's right yeah. and my dad had done all of my siblings weddings right. and john bavir called me and was like hey is if there's ever anything yeah. that that I can do for you, and I was like, oh my gosh, John Bevere called my cell phone. Yeah, I'm saving his name for sure. As um, this is so weird, but I saved his name as Beaver Bevere. <laughs> and then, isn't that weird? 
<laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, and then I put Bavirber. Yeah. I I don't know <laughs> why of it was like yeah instead of believer a Bavirber. Oh wow the yeah I don't know I had so many weird. Do you guys ever save things as contacts in your phone that you're like if anyone ever saw this they would think I was a crazy person for sure. Yeah. Okay, same. Yeah, right, I just said it. No, you did. Um, but John Bevere was like, and I asked him, I was like, "Will you perform my wedding ceremony?" Beautiful, yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, nice." Yes. And here's the thing. So in whenever John Bevere travels and ministers, you know, you get what he wants as far as like um, as, as any speaker for right. their food. Yeah. How he prefers yeah. fish nice. and blueberries. Love that. Which is such an odd <laughs> assortment. Sure. I'm like, are you a bird? It makes sense, though. The dude's in his 60s. He looks, and he looks great. He looks like he's in his probably late 40s. If you told me he's 49, I'd go, of course he is. Yes. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. yeah. He's like part vampire. Same with Lisa. The both yes. of them. Good for them. Yes. They're you know how vampires never age. That's true. Yeah. That, that's why I wanted, I wanted to give context <laughs> no, to say he's a vampire. <laughs> so he doesn't literally suck blood. No, um, anyways, sure. but yeah, so he sent me his tux sizes. Yeah. Chest size, waist size, yeah. um, inseam, right. all of that stuff. And I still have it today <laughs> on notes Beautiful. in my laptop. Beautiful. And I think, because in my mind, I've... I've now that was 2010 in May. 13 years ago. 13 years ago, he gave me his tux size and shoe size. Yeah. And in my mind, I've always thought I should delete this note. And I go, no, this is going to come in handy someday. Yeah. You're going to want to get him a gift someday. And, you'll and it's going to be, yeah. And I'm like, I actually bought you a brown tux again. <laughs> I got him a brown. We Beautiful. wore brown. Incredible. Isn't that odd? 2010 was a different time. It was a different time. Although you could do that now, people would love it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, very earth tone. Okay. Mm. So anyways, yeah, so that was a side note. Love that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who was your favorite speaker? Who did you talk to? You know what? Okay. Sorry. I really enjoyed... Um, I was looking... Oh, I really enjoyed Bill Johnson. Of course. Um, I enjoyed all of them, and I have notes on all of them. But one thing he said um, that I thought was really occur mm. is that... Um, and I'm just going to say some of these things. He Go says, it, faith can only explore where you believe in God's goodness. That's really good. So wherever you don't believe how good God is, guess what? Your faith, faith can explore there. there. I was like, dang, that's good. Um, and then he says, you can know how much God trusts you with what he has put in you. Yeah, dude. So some people, you're like, I don't know if God trusts me or whatever. And I'm like, well, how big is your calling? How big are the dreams that he has put inside of you? And how long have you had those? For sure. If you've had them for a long time yeah. and you're like, wow, God must trust you a lot. Yeah. And then he also said, God is never silent out of meanness. Mm. He's silent because he has already spoken. Right. So some people are like, what's okay. Mm -hmm. And I just had another, okay. I, I just was talking to, Someone over a department, and I asked, hey, where is so-and-so? Mm -hmm. And this individual mm -hmm. um, that I met in August, literally, how, how many months ago was that? Uh, five, six, maybe? Six, six, seven months ago, yeah. an individual came to me, young adult, and was like, super on fire. Dude, I'm totally bought into right. victory. I went through it. growth track. I'm going to serve. Yeah. I'm going to be here. God has called me here. You know, got enrolled. All this types of stuff. And what I've realized is anyone who comes on strong right out of the gate, mm -hmm. this sounds really bad. No, I don't trust wisdom. them. It's wisdom. Yeah. I don't trust them. Yeah. Anyone who comes strong out of the gate. And if you if you work in a ministry mm -hmm. and someone goes comes all in and they're like, mm -hmm. you know, and 
I'm just using this as an example. This person wasn't in the worship department, but if someone comes in and they're like, oh man, I love this place and you guys can do no wrong. And oh my gosh, you will not believe where I came from because where I came from, they did it wrong, but you do it so right. And kind of like, alarms. yes. And kind of like sucking up. um, And, and for lack of better word, just, just coming on strong and putting a lot of value in something. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I love victory. I believe in victory. I know um, that it is God through victory that does things. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to make, I'm not one of those people that believes that victory is greater than God. Right. I'm, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, Victory's church is the only church that sure. can do anything good or sure, cool. Sure, yeah. Or, or God only moves at Victory. Right. That's bull snot. That's yeah, BS, that's right? Really, yeah, absolutely. And so I know that. Right. And I work here. And my mom and dad started it. Yeah. And my brother is the pastor. And yeah. I, like, I'm fully aware. For sure. And so when anyone comes in and they begin tell me, telling me something about how they're putting just a lot of their eggs in one basket, right. I'm like... Okay, bro. Yeah. Or sis. I'm like, yeah. just give it time. Right. That's my biggest thing. I go, hey, that's great. Yeah. I'm glad you're hearing from God. Yeah. Thank you for saying those nice things. Totally. I know you genuinely mean those that's things, good. but um, what what are you committing to? Yeah. Well, I'm committing to this. And this individual made a commitment mm-hmm. um, and they really felt like God told them to make this commitment. Mm-hmm. Well, this morning I'm walking through the lobby and I see a department head who had this individual and I go, Hey, where is that person who said that God spoke to them about the commitment? Well, they moved back to, and they said the state they moved to. Sure. And I go, huh? Sure. But I thought like they were all in and God spoke to them. Sure. And he's like, um, yeah, I get, apparently God changes his <laughs> mind a lot. And it's like, okay. And that was why I'm so grateful that Bill Johnson said, um, God isn't silent out of meanness. He's silent because he's already spoken. And sometimes whenever we feel like oh, God isn't speaking anymore and it's yeah. been six months, it's because you haven't finished what he first said to you. It's amazing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you really want to talk about behind the scenes of ministry, totally. it's kind of like it really comes down to people. Sure. Because God's yeah. word hasn't changed. That's right. Yeah. You know, the right. only thing that changes is us sometimes when we manipulate mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. or whatever. Sure. Um, and so, uh, yeah, but one thing this, this young adult individual said was like, I, I just, I haven't really been hearing God. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'm going to return to this place, you know, where at mm-hmm. one point I did. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I think that's good. Sure. But did God tell you to co- do this commitment? Right. And so anyways, yeah. I think that for me, if we all have our best days that we want to post and put out there and talk about, yeah. and whenever you're at a coffee shop and someone says, how's it going? Mm-hmm. You're not going to, I mean, unless if you're extremely open and vulnerable, you're not going to be like, well, actually I have lousy character. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you're at a coffee shop. Someone's like, Hey, what's up, bro? How are you? Yeah. Um, working on my character because I'm actually a crappy person. <laughs> No, you say, man, God's doing big things. And you right. touch your fingertips together here, like this. this right and a, just um, enough space between them. Just enough space in between. You're yeah. like, God's doing big things. And, yeah. you know, and, and you talk about the good stuff, sure. right? That's because good. that's yeah. your best days. But we all have a behind the scenes. Of course. And usually the structure um, that is holding up your best days is only as good as your character. That's right. And God's character um, is consistent. Yeah. Um, his yes is yes, his no is no. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to see people grow in the character of God as opposed to like, 
yeah. hearing the voice of God right. jumping back. Right. Cause right. the voice of God will never, um, go against the word of God. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So if people are like, I want to hear the voice of God, I'm like, cool, read the Bible. Read the Bible. That's his voice. And they go, <laughs> <laughs> and they go right, 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 right. Yeah. But how about like, how can I be in a worship service and hear his voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 right. cool, 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 yeah. cool. Read the, read the Bible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. And yeah. so, anyway, I, I, no, is that sure. too harsh? No, I think it's fair. I think everyone can relate to that because at some point in time, everyone's had the January effect where it's like, okay. <gasps> the January effect. That, this is how I feel. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to eat better. I'm gonna do great. That's great. That's great. That's great. And a lot of people statistically by February and March, those things, those resolutions and goals have fallen by the wayside because they didn't implement habits. So, habits. But they can, you can take that very concept and apply it to, hey, I'm, I'm all in in this church. I'm all in in this place. And it's like, well, pause. Let's deconstruct this a little bit. What was the goal you had in mind? And if we're really honest, it's I want to feel like an important person in this community. And that's not bad. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad. human thing. Yeah. But um, is that a goal worthy of the calling God has given you? Because mm. if your goals are down here and your calling is up here, God's not going to lower the calling he gave you to short term please the goals you have. Ooh, okay. Say that again. And everyone write this down or mm -hmm. make a voice memo of it or <laughs> tattoo it on your lower back. I think we have short term goals that are more shallow than we'd like to admit. When God's calling for us is significantly deeper and higher than what we're thinking about on the front end. So, and Darius Daniels talked about that a little bit. He talked about how God prepares oh, you so for the backside of your calling, not Ooh. the front side. The front end of it is it's all the glory. stuff you want to do, the healings, the incredible miracles that are going to happen. The wind, the, success, the earthquake, the fire. All that good stuff. Yeah. And that's great. And God, I think, really, really wants that. In fact, he's the one who wants it more because he's willing to prepare you for the backside of it so that on the back end, you're not experiencing stuff that wrecks your family or ruins your <laughs> adrenaline, uh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that stuff happens more often than we'd like to admit. And um, Because humans, bottom line, are vessels. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> and so, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. all of us are leaking. Sure. And yeah. so he's like, hey, uh, what I'm getting ready to mm -hmm. do through you and pour into you, yeah. um, like, can you can you hold it? That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I think we just so in 2023, as we introspect, we got to know our isms for sure. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, and we got to know, like, OK, do I have, you know, cracks in my jar and stuff mm -hmm. like that? And it's OK if you do, because sure. everyone does. Yeah. But it's just being aware of those and letting God heal those areas. Um, putting implementing habits and mm -hmm. structure and the character of God yeah. before asking for the glory of God. Yeah, exactly. So, does that make sense? For sure. Yeah. Um, and you know, I was just thinking about, I, I have a conference story. Okay. And it, okay. So there, um, this was two conferences ago. I'm not going to say <laughs> who this person is because I don't know their name. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> but that made you guys lean in. Yeah. Um, cause you guys were like, Ooh, he's getting ready to spill <laughs> some tea. Okay, yeah. so there was this um, female pastor, and okay, we do sound check rehearsals. Yeah, right before we, we open the doors. Before we open the doors, yeah, people are waiting in the lobby, whether it's for a production, sure. film weekend, conference. Yeah, 
And so we are making sure that their reserve seats are set up mm -hmm. and that all content that is on the LED wall mm -hmm. or that is on the screens yeah. or all cameras are in focus. It's, yeah. a, it's the final fi uh, sure. yeah. finishing touches. Right. The, the prod squad that their cameras are set up. Yeah, we're prepared. Well, um, we have a side door in which we let handicapped people yeah, in so early. That way they don't early. get ran over That's right. by overzealous Christians. That's smart. That's which, smart. Yeah. you know, it is yeah, what it it's is. It's a smart right? move. Yeah. And so through this door, this woman walks in, completely capable, not handicapped, <laughs> um, walks in, um, you know, uh, high, high heels, yeah. Gucci belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it could be Fucci. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, it could yeah. be fake Fucci. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, um, uh, walking <laughs> with <laughs> with intent, serious authority, and um, our security head of security stops her and goes, uh, "I'm sorry, ma'am. Why are you in here? Oh, I am Pastor So and So, and." Um, I talked to and mentions our um, administrative assistant. I talked to so and so, um, and she informed me that I can save seats for our church staff. Yeah, and and he goes, okay, well, um, do, do what is your name? And she was like, I'm Pastor so and so, and yeah. I talked to this administrative assistant. Says yeah. name. She said we could save him. And he goes, okay, hold on real quick. Just because we don't have anyone coming in and saving seats right. because um, if they were pastors, they actually let this administrative assistant know beforehand. Sure. And we actually saved the seats for them. Yeah. Um, so here, come on over here and calls the administrative assistant over. And she goes, hi, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. And this pastor woman, she goes, yes, I talked to so-and-so, mm -hmm. and she told me that I can come in and save seats for me and my staff. And the girl goes, I'm so-and-so. <laughs> you never talked to me. And she goes, oh, I'm so sorry. It wasn't... Uh, it wasn't you. Oh, it was Yeah, yeah, yeah. So All of a sudden, she's getting caught in this Oof. lie. Oof. It wasn't you. It was, um, it was Pastor Paul. Oh, nice. Pastor Sharon and Pastor Paul. Nice. And so I walk over and I go, hi, uh, how can I help? So now you have security, administrative assistant, and me. <laughs> I, was, I was running through content, you know, yeah. and I go, hey, how can I help you? And she goes, and she goes yes, um, so I am a friend of the Doherty's. Go way back. Um, you know, we actually went on missions together and is telling me about the Doherty's. Yeah. And I go, okay, all right. And she goes, yes. And so they actually said that. And so I'm just saving these seats. So as she's talking to me, she walks past me. We yeah. follow her and she begins saving seats. And I go, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. I'm sorry. You, and and I was getting Incredible. frustrated and upset. Cause yeah. I, and I go, so who told you this? Yeah. Just let me know. Um, are you lying? She goes, I am not lying. Like I said, I'm close friends with the Doherty's. And I go, okay. <laughs> I go, I am John Doherty. I do not know you. Oh my and gosh. she goes, John, oh my goodness. I didn't recognize Incredible. you. Incredible. Oh, <laughs> you've gotten so tall. Literally, I've been the same height <laughs> since seventh grade. I, I'm like not tall. I'm like five nine and some change. Five five eight ish. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. On a good day, five nine. Depends on the change. <laughs> yes. If I was in her heels, five nine. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, so anyways, so yeah. uh, it's this whole thing where she gets caught and she just Incredible. goes. She was like, "You guys aren't acting like Christians." I love it when people say that. 
to make up for their lack of character yeah and you enforcing rules or boundaries yeah. or just plain just plain just rules and people nice. and people love yeah. to say you're not acting like a christian yeah. cuz and i go well yes i understand you saying that we're going to actually have to ask you to leave right and she just was like well just wait until i talk to your mother and i go okay i'm going to call her so i call my mom <laughs> in front of her and she goes you know what I, I'm I'm not gonna move oh. from these seats. Anyways, oh. so at that point in time, the doors open. Yeah, all people they the they folks come that got in. there early waited. The yeah. folks that got there early, and yeah. I had explained to her, yeah. hey, yeah. so yeah. she got her seats. She got exactly what she wanted. Praise God. And then we were giving out merch, and <laughs> um, and somehow she ended up sitting in the seat where there was something under her seat that was like yeah. a prize. Yeah, and. She got free merch yeah. and she was on camera. God bless her. And I was like, <laughs> wow. Enjoy and in my it. mind, I was like, "Enjoy it." I wonder if the only thing that she gets out of that was what she forced. Yeah, that's right. And so anyways, I just think that in 2023, I just want to encourage any of those who yeah. are listening, please um, don't force things. Mm. You know, whether mm. it's your goals or whatever. Right. That as you establish yeah. the character and the habits yeah. going into 2023, uh, you know, I think that God is big enough to be able to bring things sure. to you. For sure. hundred percent. One of my, probably my favorite scripture, my cur- I'm 30 now. My favorite scripture in, so far in my life is the story in Acts 5. Cinco de Mayo. Sorry. Cinco de Mayo. Good callback. <laughs> Good job. That was it. That was full Unplanned. circle. Yeah. Uh, no, in Acts 5, where, and I'll be quick, the disciples, Peter, Paul, everybody, they're, you know, doing their thing. The early church is operating. It's going really well. And then uh, they arrest, I think it's Paul and Silas. They arrest two of the guys. And um, an angel literally lets them out of jail. Mm. And then they leave prison and they go to the temple and they're preaching. And then all these religious leaders, all these guys who are in the high council, whatever, they are all super frustrated. And then one of them, this is so interesting. One of them stands up. I think his name's Gamaliel. I'm not entirely certain, but what he says is what's most important to me. He goes, guys, calm down. I've seen this before. So there was another guy who claimed to be the Messiah and he got like 400 followers and then he died and nothing ever came of it. There was another guy. He also did the same thing. And this is in the Bible. It's in Acts chapter five. It's one of my favorite stories, if not my favorite story. He goes, this other guy, he showed up. He did some miracles. He did some cool stuff. And then he, nothing ever came of it. And then he says this to them. He goes, I suggest you leave these men alone because if what they are doing is not from God, you don't have to worry about it. But if what they're doing is from God, there's nothing you can do about it. I am obsessed. I am betting my life on that dynamic. I want to know if the calling, anointing, the dreams I have, if they are of God, then I, I won't be able to stop them as long as I cooperate and love him and know him well. And you have your habits and character. And I do. Yeah. My due diligence. I build the ark. He brings the rain, whatever. But if it's not from him, it doesn't matter. 
the fact that that's what it comes down to, that's what it boils down to, is so delicious to me that I'm like, okay, so I'm going to things super I, simple, it, and it also it eliminates unnecessary things like that because I was that kid who was wanting to sneak seats and try and get closer to Stephen Furtick or John Bevere, whoever, so I could. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, hey, if it's from God, if it's of God, it'll happen. It'll happen. So I even, uh, and I'm not bragging about this, but I was like, I just wonder, because right now the name of the game is, and there's nothing wrong with this, but the name of the game is, if you're in a position like mine where you want to see your dreams happen in your life, uh, furthered ones, many of my dreams have already come true. Here we are. Um, you need to be on Instagram. You need to be connecting and networking, whatever. And I just coming into this year was like, I wonder if like, can God's dreams for my life come true if I don't even have one? If you don't have social media. If I just deleted it all. Man, how free. And there's a lot of, there are people called to social media yes. and victories on social media and other churches there's need to be, because there's a lot of people. And I've even been on part of the team where I see the needs get met through it because they don't have another way to contact. Yeah, it's a great But tool. me personally, I was like, I wonder, I just, you know, it was less and less and less over the last few years. And it was like, I wonder if I just, you know, is it, is it really, is God's dream for my life really dependent on my ability to network correctly? And now when I have conversations with people, uh, they're a lot more authentic because it's less mm. about, hey, what can we position ourselves with? How can I get this work in that? You know what I mean? Because yeah. that that scripture right there for me means everything. It is if it's of God, you can't stop it. If it's not of God, it doesn't matter. I, I love, love that, that so much. If it's not of God, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. If it is of God, right. you can't stop it. Exactly. So I want he you to says say that, that with them. me. Yeah. If it's not of God, it's not of God. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If it is of God, if it is of God. You can't stop you it. You can't stop it. Yeah. I love that. No, Man, exactly. what a great first episode for, sure. for behind the scenes of our first days. And so, yeah. um, first off, we just want to say thank you so much. We're on season five. Yeah. And I hope this is of God. I if it isn't, so. <laughs> it, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we love you. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. See ya. Yeah.